G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, those big-name music artists like ABBA or Adele have attracted worldwide attention for their musical releases this year, but we're pausing for a few moments today to talk to a volunteer prison chaplain who, after a long hiatus from a performing career, has just released a new EP of original Christian songs called You Might Be The One. Sue Collier is a volunteer prison chaplain with Inside Out Prison Chaplaincy, and Sue has been a popular singer who has performed around Australia and abroad during an entertainment career spanning 35 years. Sue Collier, uh, welcome along to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Sue, let's reflect for a few moments on your 35-year career. Take us back to your early albums, uh, three of those, back uh, dating to the 1970s. I first recorded um, in 19, I think it's 1978, uh, an album called Banjo Flat. Uh, I was using the stage name Tony McRae at that stage. And that was um, a folk album. And in that album, my, my first husband and I, uh, well, he did most of the writing in those days. And we picked a lot of uh, songs from various poets. Um, we had Henry Lawson. We had... Kath Walker, um, Ujiru Nunuckle, and uh, a variety of our own songs that really reflected the times that we were living in, I guess. And uh, it, it was uh, not as successful as we had hoped, but the, the songs are still around today, and I think uh, somebody's put it on YouTube. So if you wanted to listen to Banjo Flat, you'd find it there. And no doubt it feels like an age ago from the way that the recording industry, the music industry works today. It was very different back then. It was. Uh, we recorded in uh, festival studios and, uh, and other studios down in Sydney. And there were big, big reel-to-reel tapes. And you had to do a lot of takes. If you made a mistake, you had to stop and start again. That was long before the digital recording. And we made you know, albums, 33s and 45s and that sort of thing, and we had it released on cassette. Um, nowadays, into the MP3s and all these other things that I don't understand how it works at all, but online and, and Spotify and all these uh, other other uh, modems have taken over, I guess. So I'm a, I'm a bit of a dinosaur as, as far as the knowledge of, recording goes today but I recorded this in the studio in the home of uh, a gentleman called Glenn, uh, Greg Glanville and we just sat in the room the musos came in and we sat around and we recorded into his computer and he did all the digital mastering there and then came up with the finished product. So you're back behind the microphone. It's a modern recording environment and your new EP is entitled You Might Be The One. Now you wrote these songs, Sue, while working as a prison chaplain and a number of those songs 
are reflected in the sort of work you've been involved in. That's correct. Um, one of them is very uh, old. I wrote that about 20 years ago, um, called How Can We Save Our Children? And, and that was a collection of thoughts and ideas from people uh, like myself that have raised a family and sometimes we tear our hair out over our children, the things they get involved in. And uh, uh, it's a very different world from when we grew up. And so without, without God's help, it uh, makes it really tough. Um, the one about uh, Long Way Back, that was written about the, the difficulty for, for people who have been in the prison system to get back to a normal life. Um, <clears throat> many people are obviously taking uh, drugs and things like that during uh, their lives and that can, can alter their mental health and their, uh, how, they, how they see things. And so it, it takes, um, I would say, a team approach really to, to bring these people back to, well, I suppose, the new normal or whatever we call it. But just basic things like um, housing and a job and, uh, you know, if you, if you have no family or you have no support out there, where do you go when you get out? You're looking to places like Lifeline or Salvation Army, uh, hostels, um, handout, you know, food banks and things like that to survive until you get to that place where you can actually support yourself. And I think people lose hope. You know, if they don't have a faith, they lose hope. And uh, sometimes it's just easier to, to go back in. And the prison chaplaincy you work with is called Inside Out. So there's this transition in mind of what happens when you're out from behind bars and you're transitioning into your new life ahead. Take us into some of your story, Sue, because you must have your own testimony to tell when it comes to the way you found Jesus, faith in God, and how your life is on track as you're serving these people now in prison. I was very blessed, Neil, that I had a Christian background with my family um, in England. Uh, we had quite a large family and we all lived pretty close to each other and we were involved very much with our grandparents, our aunties and uncles, and church was part of our life. I grew up in the Sunday school and brownies and I became a girl guide and all those basic just citizenship, um, uh, the things that we learn in those in those protected networks, I think have guided me through my life. When Dad uh, announced uh, when I was fifteen that we we're emigrating to Australia, um, I went through a bit of a rebellious stage when we got here because I didn't have any friends. I left school because I was fifteen. I went out to work to try and help Mum and Dad put the other three through school, and um, I found it difficult fitting in and. When I started working with the music, of course, most of our music was night times and weekends and uh, we didn't get to church. So when Royce and I were looking for a place to get married, we had to go and find a church to get married in, and uh, which we did. But then we were on the road and so we were traveling around um, in a lot of different places. And so church was not part of our, our life at that time. and uh, and then. After we had our first son, oh, well, our only son, um, we had two daughters after that, we um, uh, we went through, uh, uh, we travelled up to the Blue Mountains. We lived up there for 
a few years and I was very lonely and I was reaching out. I was saying, God, why am I, what am I doing here? Um, what is my life? Who am I? And all that sort of identity crisis at about 30 years of age. And a neighbor of mine came up and witnessed to me and said, I've been saved and I've been told to go and tell three people. So I was one of the three people. And um, I was very grateful for that. So I wrote the song, Thank You For Telling Me, because I started going to church with her and that reignited my faith. But I was lucky in the fact that I'd had that foundation because without a foundation, you've got to start from scratch. And there's a lot to take in. I mean... I, I find now, even talking to um, the people inside prison, they say, what is the Bible? What is it all about? And they have a book there, and, and they're probably thinking you just read it from cover to cover like most books. And, you know, where do you start? I mean, the first part of the book is the, the history of the Jewish people and, and their rejection of God when he came to earth. And then the second half is Jesus' life story and the witnesses that, were with him and the disciples and how they passed on the message to the rest of the world for, you know, the last 2,000 years. And I love that bit where it says in, I think it's John 14, where it says, my prayer is not only for them alone, but for all those who will believe through their testimony. And so that's us. So he is actually praying for us. And I think that's amazing. And so that, that gave my, my whole life a purpose and I, I've been, I guess I had to learn a whole new load of music since then. Uh, I mean, I still love the old rock and roll. There were some great songs and we, we travelled to some great museums. We had a wonderful time. Um, but it was, it was a temporary sort of a, a happiness, whereas when you have God's music in your heart and you, you can use it to, to bless people and to, you know, I play in our church and other, other sort of Christian venues and things. Um, it, it just gives me so much joy to be able to share that and to give people the hope that, that I've been given and that I've been blessed with. And, uh, and hopefully, you know, my, my family will also take on board. Uh, they've all got their own journeys. And we, we want to see everybody there. We want, you know, God doesn't want anyone to perish. He wants all to come to have the knowledge of him. And so every little bit that we do, you know, I love that bit about even if you give a cup of water in my name, you know, um, it's something. And so even if we can offer those moments of time where we can sit and talk with people, sometimes, you know, if they don't believe, that's fine. We say, look, I hope you find the way. Let, would, if you allow me to pray with you, we can ask God to to continue to reveal himself to your heart and uh, help you to come and understand him. And then, you know, here at the book, if, when you get to that point, if you get to that point, um, there's the prayer that will lead you into the kingdom of God. And it's just such a privilege to be able to do that and, and to have the freedom in this country to be able to, to share our faith. So your song, Long Way Back, is inspired by your prison chaplaincy work. In fact, in your song yeah. you say, Jesus is the only one who opens prison doors. You wrote this inspired by your chaplaincy work, and there's a message in there for people who are at the bottom of where they might find themselves in their lives and looking to find their way back. Yes, and uh, I think... The ones that I've met in prison that have come to faith, 
uh, have been an inspiration to us as chaplains because we can see the difference and we say these guys are helping each other, they're helping others, they're uh, leading their own little Bible study groups, they come to church with us and and they're witnessing inside how, you know, the prison that... And, and when we talk about prison, we think of jail, but, but also we have all have a prison of our own somewhere. I mean, my first husband, he uh, Royce, who was my singing partner, he had a prison of disability because he was diagnosed with um, multiple sclerosis, which is a terrible illness. And so therefore, in some way, your prison could be sickness, it could be mental health, it could be, you know, you're trapped in the drug scene or something like that. But even being inside a jail, you can still have freedom in your spirit and in your heart, and you can still use that time to grow and learn more about God and the Bible and, and what Jesus will do with you and what, what he can do with your testimony because it was the testimony um, that really turned me back from a lost life and led me back to church. The testimony of somebody just sharing and saying, why don't you come along with me? And um, and that's how it happens. You know, people are invited to church Unless there's a, a disaster or something, people don't just get up one day and say, I think I'll go to church. It's usually an invitation from a friend or a family member um, that, that brings them along, something that draws them back to God. And that's the Holy Spirit that does that. I'm, I'm absolutely convinced. Well, you're reigniting your singing career and the inspiration is that you're a volunteer prison chaplain with Inside Out Prison Chaplaincy. I want to let listeners in on how they can connect with you. And your new song, Long Way Back, is from the EP called You Might Be The One. Uh, there's also a booklet that goes hand in hand with that. And I'll point listeners to carinity.org.au uh, where you can connect with Sue and get a hold of the booklet and get a hold of Sue's CD. And, of course, you can find out how you could train and be a part of prison chaplaincy work. And, of course, this would have been something you'd gone through, Sue. So for people listening in to us now, uh, uh, preparation to become involved in prison ministry, this is something you can do through Carinity. That's correct. They have Malion College there that they train. Um, in, you can do certificate four in pastoral care. I did a course called CPE, which is clinical pastoral education, and I found that very good. And uh, and that was part of my, I suppose, credentials and other things that I've been involved in in my life. Um, Kairos Outside for Women was another one where we support women on the outside because they're the ones that are going through the really tough times. You know, they might have lost their breadwinner, the kids have lost their father for a long period of time, and, and so the women need support as well. And the men, you know, there's men out there raising their own families, and so we don't forget the dads as well. But it, it the ripple effect of someone being incarcerated is really a lot wider than you think. It affects all members of the family and society and that sort of thing. And so if people want to get involved and they can't uh, at, at their stage of what they're at um, become a prison chaplain, they can always donate to um, the fundraising um, during... Uh, we have fundraising week and that sort of thing. And they get a prayer list um, so they can pray uh, without names, of course. People can put out a prayer 
uh, like, you know, we have guys all the time saying, please pray for my family. They might be overseas or they might be uh, somewhere or going through difficulty. And we say, sure, you know, we'll make sure that we we send all those prayers up to God because, um, you know, we want him to respond and, and to show his love to these people so that, so that they know that he cares and so that they know they're not forgotten. There are a lot of dimensions to ministry in prisons and carinity.org.au, connect with Sue there and find her song Long Way Back from the EP, uh, sorry, and find her EP, You Might Be The One. And there's also the website for Inside Out Chaplaincy, insideoutchaplaincy.org.au. Sue, we're about to hear your song Long Way Back. Uh, Would you like to introduce it for us? Okay. Um, Long way back, I said in the booklet, I've been working as a volunteer for the last four years and realised how difficult it is uh, for people to get back into community. And we know it's difficult times. And so uh, this song just reflects on how we can help them with with Jesus, with sharing our faith with them and, and asking him to help them become the turning point and bringing them back from brokenness to healing. Sue, thanks so much for sharing your heart with us. This is Sue Collier, Long Way Back. It's a long way back I know that it's been hard When you're off the beaten track It's a long way back To do the hard yards To get your life back For it takes a bit of time But it's worth it in the end And it takes a bit of work For a broken man to mend But you know if you have Jesus He's the one forever friend He can take you where you've never been before He's the only one who opens prison doors It's a long way back Taken one day at a time Makes an easy road to climb It's a long way back He'll be with you every day If you let him lead the way For it takes a bit of time But it's worth it in the end And it takes a bit of work for a broken man to mend But you know if you have Jesus, he's the one forever friend He can take you where you've never been before He's the only one who opens prison And the Lord will see you through It's a long 
for the life that he has planned Sorry takes a bit of time But it's worth it in the end And it takes a bit of work For a broken man to mend But you know if you have Jesus He's the one forever friend He can take you where you've never been before He's the only one who opens prison doors Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.